Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pod Sleep Stories. My name is Arif, and tonight we'll be continuing the story of a beloved vampire romance. We'll explore fog-filled forests, soak in the glow of fires, and follow the tale of true love. But before we begin, let us take a moment to find comfort and peace in the space that we are in. Allow yourself to get in a position that feels natural to your body. It may be lying on your side, or your stomach, or your back. Trust your body to show you what position it needs to get a restful, wonderful night of sleep. Right now, there's no need to hold on to worry, or tension, or expectations and your body is the key to letting all those things go. Slowly, ball your hands into fists. Squeeze your hands tightly, allowing the muscles to tense and contract. Hold this for one, two, three, four, five, and then let your hands relax. Feel the relaxation and comfort that comes with the sensation of that tension melting away. Next, do the same with your arms. It may help to wrap them around your body or place them against each other. Hold them for one, two, three, four, five, and let them relax. Feel how much lighter your body feels, how untethered you can be from that tension and energy. Continue to your chest. Hold for one, two, three, four, five, and relax. Take a deep breath for one, two, three, four, five. Hold that breath and exhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Continue on to your legs, tensing them for one, two, three, four, five, and release. For a moment, just soak in the feeling of relief this brings to your body. Feel yourself sink deeper into the mattress with every breath you take. Now that we've taken a moment to relax, let us begin. Tessabelle was somewhere between the world of dreams and reality, when the sound of fresh tea boiling downstairs stirred her to life. Her eyes flickered open, looking out the large, floor-to-ceiling windows to greet the day. Beyond the windows was a scene of beauty, a dense mountain forest coated in a blanket of early morning fog. It was as if this very forest had been plucked out of a Jane Austen novel, taking the feelings of peace and reflection and connection along with it. Tessabelle could almost smell the aroma of the damp forest floor, the soothing mix of moss and pine and cedar that reminded you how fresh and alive everything truly was. She lay in her warm bed for a long moment, 
pulling the wool blanket against her chest as she took in the scenery. She watched as the heavy fog slunk over the land, tangling between the needles of pine trees, sweeping over purple lupines, casting a haze over the dens of all the forest creatures, urging them to laze away in their homes full of sweet grass. It was days like this where the world felt as though it was at a standstill. No, as if it was moving in slow motion, ensuring everyone had proper time to enjoy all that the day had to offer. And Decibel intended to enjoy it, because today was October 3rd, the day of her first anniversary. And though it wasn't exactly a conventional marriage, she couldn't imagine anything sweeter. Ichabod had never proposed to her. He had never gotten down on one knee and asked for her hand with eyes full of love. It hadn't been like she had seen in the movies. It had been so much more. After the first day she spent with Ichabod, there was an unmistakable bond between them. It was as if they had been crafted from the same soil, created to go through life together and grow beautiful things as one. Tessabel never left the castle after that. She spent weeks wandering the grounds with Ichabod. They meandered through fields of wildflowers, lay in beds of grass under willow trees, and dipped their toes in the calm waters of bubbling streams. It was a piece of heaven on earth. They never spoke of marriage because it felt as though they had made that unspoken promise to one another the very day they met. Even so, a year ago, their marriage came to be. Tessabel had gotten dressed for the day. She slipped on an airy dress of pure white cotton and stepped out into the autumn air, wrapping a wool shawl around her shoulders. Ichabod took her by the hand, and the two wandered into the forest. There was a certain energy in the air, a calmness and stillness that somehow carried this tinge of briskness, promising that something important was on the horizon. Ichabod held her hand as they walked in silence, taking in the sounds of the bright red cardinals flitting from branch to branch. Soon, they heard another sound, an even more enticing sound, the sound of cold water cascading over rocks. They came into a clearing where they discovered a breathtaking sight. A waterfall tumbled down, 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 landing in a small river below. The granite walls along the waterfall were alive with a botanical masterpiece. Vibrant flowers clinging to rocks, their color popping against the blanket of moss that reached as high as the eye could see. The mist of the waterfall fell over them, sparkling in the cool air 
even in spite of the lack of sun. The water refreshed Ichabod and Tessabel. Smiles of awe grew on their faces, and their shoulders dropped as they became one with their surroundings. Ichabod found himself reaching for Tessabel's hand, leading her into the alpine water at the base of the waterfall. They giggled as they stepped over the smooth rocks, feeling utterly alive, feeling like they absolutely belonged here, in this moment. They took a deep breath in unison and stepped under the waterfall. It washed over them, causing laughter and joy to tumble out of their bodies. And there, in that waterfall, they looked at each other, not as strangers, not even as lovers. They looked into each other's souls in a way no one had done before. Ichabod placed his hands on Tessabel's face, pulling her closer as he watched the droplets of water trail down her pale skin. I want you to be my wife, Tessabel, he whispered against the rumble of the falls. Tessabel put her hands over Ichabod's, stepping even closer to him. She gazed deeply into his green eyes as she replied, Then your wife I shall be. When they kissed under that waterfall, on that otherwise gray, yet magical day, they were wed. There was no need for the party, no need for the priest, no need for the papers. That was the day that they truly fulfilled their fate. And now, a year later, Tessabel lay in the warm bed she shared with Ichabod, reflecting on what a beautiful year it truly had been. She was so lost in thought, staring out into the foggy forest, that she didn't even notice Ichabod sliding in the doorway, a cup of tea in hand. He sat next to her in a velvet chair that was centuries old, a part of their morning ritual. Good morning, my love, he cooed, placing the cup in his wife's hand. Tessabel took the cup and breathed in the heavy steam, enjoying the sweet aroma of the black tea with hints of orange peel and clove. It was a warm blend, the kind of blend made for days just like this. She stirred the tea in the antique teacup, something that had been in Ichabod's family for generations. Why don't you enjoy the morning with me? Tessabel asked, pulling the wool blankets down beside her. Ichabod smiled and crawled in with her, wrapping his arms around her. As he pulled her close against his chest, he felt Tessabel relax, melting against his skin. Sometimes, just the feeling of that alone made tears well in his eyes. He had never chosen to be a vampire. It was something that gave you the gift of eternity, the gift of wisdom, 
the gift of strength and insight, but it deprived you of things, too. He had never felt love for a woman before Tessabel. For years, the women of Briar Rose looked at him with fear, and, truly, he could not blame them. It was no secret that he was a vampire, no secret that he wasn't one of them, but deep down he wanted to be. He wanted them to feel safe with him. He wanted them to know that he would never lay a hand on them. He didn't know if anyone would ever be comfortable in his arms until he saw Tessabel. So lying in bed on his anniversary, holding her in his arms and stroking her long black hair felt like a fairy tale. She smelled like lilacs and the warmth of a crackling fire, and she looked at the world as if every bit of it was a work of art. It felt like life couldn't get better than this, and yet Ichabod knew it would. They lay in bed for a long time. He rubbed her back as they watched the fog flow through the forest and she brushed her fingers through his thick hair while she gazed into the crackling fireplace by their feet. When the time came for them both to move, they slid out of bed in unison and slipped on robes before they made their way downstairs. The castle was something out of a fairy tale. The hardwood floors were decades old, holding thousands of stories within them Every room had a large stone fireplace, and every fireplace had a crackling fire going in it at all times. When they entered the kitchen, Tessabel was surprised to smell a wonderful mix of thyme, sage, butter, and vegetables. Without missing a beat, Ichabod pulled orange bakeware out of the kitchen, opening it to reveal a golden pot pie. I know it's breakfast, but you deserve to start the day with your favorite, he chimed. Tessabel watched the steam rise from the pot pie in amazement. How had she found someone so perfect? The two took slices of the pie to the back of the home and sat in their sunroom. Although there was no sun to be seen, as usual, it was drizzling, and that was exactly how they liked it. Tessabel tucked into the pie as they rocked back and forth in rocking chairs. It was a truly perfect morning, as every morning had been. But today, somehow, it was different. It wasn't just that it was their anniversary. It was that something had been playing in the back of Tessabel's mind for quite some time now a thought that couldn't quite go away, no matter how many times she turned away from it, a desire that she knew had to be fulfilled. As she glanced around at the artifacts around the room, that desire grew and grew and grew because she thought of all the lives Ichabod had lived without her. She gazed at the stunning scene of a field of lupines surrounded by snowy mountains. 
and thought about how Ichabod had painted that after the Renaissance, when he was living in a cabin in Switzerland. She gazed at the vibrant red rug underneath her bare feet and thought about how Ichabod had woven that rug when he traveled to China in the 1800s. On that same trip, he had written poetry and traversed through the mountains, drinking tea and sleeping under lofty trees. And she realized, truly, she wanted to live a million lifetimes with him. But there was only one way for that to happen. She decided right then and there that she would ask Ichabod to turn her into a vampire by the end of the day. She gazed at him for a long moment, taking in his beautiful features, the sharp angle of his jaw, the gleam of his green eyes that seemed to match the ferns flourishing just behind his head, the way those eyes lit up and then softened whenever they met hers. Beside her, Ichabod was doing the same. His eyes traced the shape of his wife, her cute button nose, her eyes that were always full of energy and love, the way her dark hair fell in waves down her back. He thought of how to make this day special for her, how he could make it memorable. He thought back to Tessa Bell speaking of her childhood on a farm in the countryside. Her family had been incredibly poor, often only eating bread for days on end. But Tessabel didn't care. She spoke of her childhood as if it had been lived in a castle full of gold. Every day, she worked in the fields with her parents, and her best friend would trail behind her. Her best friend, of course, was none other than her kitten, Papyrus. The kitten was a source of comfort for her during the long days on the farm. When she got too tired, she would rest under juniper trees and Papyrus would curl up beside her, rubbing her chin. When she was discouraged, the kitten would roll around in the dirt, jumping around rocks and batting pine cones around. Tessabel said it was like Papyrus always knew what she was thinking. When she was a teenager and Papyrus went missing, she had been devastated. Since then, she hadn't had another kitten. But that was going to change today. Ichabod took Tessabel by the hand and asked if she'd like to join him on a walk through town. Tessabel delighted in the offer. Ichabod slipped a warm fur shawl around her shoulders and grabbed a black umbrella, shielding his beautiful wife from the gently falling rain. As the two walked down the long trail to town, Tessabel couldn't help but think about her first journey up to the castle, the journey that led to her marrying the love of her life. It seemed unbelievable that that had only been a little over a year ago. She felt as though she had lived a lifetime with Ichabod already. When they descended into the town, it was like a scene out of a painting. 
the streets were fairly empty, aside from the stray artists selling their wares out of brightly colored stalls. Every window seemed to be illuminated orange with the warm glow of wood stoves, keeping their owners cozy and safe from the damp air. Rain trickled off the thatched roofs, landing on the street with a melodic pitter-patter. 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 It felt as though they were the only ones in the town, the only ones on earth. They held hands as they wandered through the streets, pausing to buy the items artists were selling. Ichabod handed antique coins over to buy Tessabelle a candle that smelled of rosemary and sage, as well as a leather-bound journal where she could work on her poetry. Then he continued to lead her along, walking through the alleyways and passages, admiring the architecture, art, and nature along the way. Tessabel asked where they were going, but Ichabod simply smiled at her in the coy way he often would. You'll find out when we get there, my love. To her surprise, Ichabod led her out of town, down a small dirt road. The road was lined with willow trees on either side, whose tendrils swayed in the wind as raindrops dripped off them onto the street below. In the distance, Tessabelle could make out a small, run-down farm, nestled between fields of crops. She cast Ichabod a questioning look, but he simply smirked at her, quickening his pace the slightest bit. At the farm stand, there was a small booth full of animals, bunnies, cows, goats, and chickens, but those didn't interest Tessabelle. It was the small cardboard box Ichabel leaned down to pick up that made her heart skip a beat. In the box, there was a small kitten, just about the size of the palm of her hand. There were no other kittens to be seen. The farmer told them sadly that the kitten was the runt of the litter, and they weren't expecting anyone to take it. We'll be taking it, good sir, Ichabod chimed. Tears began to cloud Tessabelle's vision as she scooped up the small, black kitten. Its fur was incredibly long already, soft to the touch. Though it seemed to be a black ball of fur, it opened its bright blue eyes and looked at Tessabelle with delight. It scrunched its pink nose at her and mewed the tiniest mew she had ever heard. As Ichabod paid the farmer, Tessabel hugged the kitten against her chest, warmth and love swelling inside her. As they walked back toward town, Ichabod couldn't keep his eyes off of Tessabel. There was so much affection in her eyes, so much wonder as she doted on the newest member of their family. He found himself hoping that he'd be able to see that look on her face for the rest of eternity. As they returned to the house, Tessabelle lay down with the kitten. She watched 
as she curled up and fell asleep, snoring peacefully in her new home. What are you going to name her? Ichabod asked, giving the kitten a small peck on the forehead. I think I'd like to call her Juniper, Decibel responded, in honor of Papyrus's favorite place. Ichabod curled his finger under Juniper's chin, cooing her name in a babyish whisper. For quite some time, the two lay there in absolute bliss, petting Juniper and talking about the delightful day. But as the conversation began to slow, and the day began to creep towards its end, Ichabod knew what had to be done. He smiled at Decibel taking her hand once more, and led her outside, just as he had the day they had gotten married. The fresh air was immediately soothing. Tessabel breathed in the scent of the pines, the damp daffodils, and the unmistakable aroma of the rain. She was walking barefoot, which made the journey even more relaxing. She felt the earth moving under her feet and felt a kind of connection that soothes the soul. They wandered into the thick woods in silence, taking in the sounds of the cardinals chirping overhead. They breathed in the melodic chicka, chicka, dee, dee of the chickadees as they nestled in their nests. Ichabod bent down, picking up a lupine, and placed it in Tessabelle's hands. The beautiful lilac color put her at ease, and the raindrops on the petals made the aroma even sweeter. She kissed Ichabod on the cheek without saying a word. Then, slowly, the sound of what waterfall tumbling over the rocks filled the air once more. Tessabelle got that same feeling she had a year ago. The feeling that they were meant to be here at this moment. Meant to be doing exactly what they were about to do. As the clearing came into view, it was just as breathtaking as it had been then. The mist of the falls sparkled in the air like a million diamonds. The moss and flowers seemed to shine as they welcomed the gentle splash of water over and over and over and over again. This time, it was Tessabel who took Ichabod by the hand. She slowly led him into the water, stepping lightly over smooth rocks, wading around the lily pads. The waterfall washed over both of them, as they gazed deeply into each other's eyes. For quite some time, they stood there in silence, eyes glistening with overwhelming love and respect for one another. They simmered and delighted in the moment before Tessabel spoke in a soft, charming whisper. Ichabod, my love, I want you to be with me forever. I want to live a million lifetimes with you, wherever fate takes us. I want to wake up in your arms every morning, 
and fall asleep in them every night. Ichabod placed his hands gently on Decibel's face, bringing her closer. There was a depth in his eyes, a well of emotion that was finally surfacing. My love, I want nothing more. I promise to protect you. I promise you're safe in my arms, Ichabod replied, kissing Tessabel softly on the lips. He pulled away slowly, and his lips traveled down to Tessabel's neck. And though Tessabel knew what was going to happen next, she didn't tense. She had no fear. Her hands wrapped around the back of Ichabod's head as he leaned in, placing his teeth against her. What happened next was nothing short of miraculous. She felt no pain, no discomfort, just the honey-like feeling of warmth moving through her veins. She felt her eyes growing heavy as she sunk into Ichabod's arms. For quite some time, she was in the most peaceful place she had ever been. Her body was warm, as if she was wrapped in the softest, most comforting blanket in existence. She felt as though she were floating on a cloud, completely weightless, untethered to anything. It was a comforting calm, a calm that marked the beginning of a new life for her, the beginning of forever. When she opened her eyes, she was in her soft bed with a fire crackling by her feet. Ichabod sat in his chair, as usual, although he looked different. In fact, the world looked different. It was brighter, more saturated, more alive. It was the world Ichabod had been seeing all this time. The world Ichabod saw in her. She smiled at her husband, at her partner for life. He leaned in, kissing her deeply. It's the first day of forever, my darling. The words were like poetry to her ears. She brushed a hand through his hair, feeling a kind of delight and belonging that she'd never felt before. She whispered back, It's the best anniversary present you could have given me, my love. I hope you've enjoyed this sleep story, and it's helped you reach a night of sweet dreams. Please, join me again tomorrow for another sleep story.